The True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and the Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. Good morning and hello, kids. Welcome to episode number 23 of Just a Nipple, the not-quite-daily beaver. For those moments when you still want your beaver grizzly goodness, but just don't have time for a whole bite. Today, recording day is Wednesday, November 30th, 2022, and it will be a rainy day here at the Beaver Lodge, at least until mid-afternoon. I'm your host, the eager beaver, pronouns he, him, hey, Mr. Beaver A, and I'm very happy that you've joined us this morning for our show. Of course, a big thank you goes to our podcast's founding sponsors, The Pepper Master, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, and CanadianTarot.com. Good morning, Kit Linda. Good morning, Kit Shelley. Good morning, Kit Elaine. So lovely to see you this morning. Uh, we're back to our usual Wednesday short shows because, well, you know, Mr. Grizzly has to earn a living. So um, before we get started, let's say hello, Mr. Grizzly, and uh, how's your mental health today? Hey, Mr. Beaver, how are you doing? Um, my mental health today... Um, so I'm feeling great right now. Right on. Uh, when I woke up though, I was not. Um, and I think it's because I've got a touch of insomnia, like a touch of insomnia. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last couple of nights I've not been able, I go to bed at 11, right? Last couple of nights, 1230, I'm still wide awake. So it's like, well, maybe I should go to bed now and then get into bed, fall asleep quickly and then wake up. Mm-hmm. every hour, all night long, all through the morning until the alarm goes off at five and then I fall back to sleep again. So it's just, and, like I was lying in bed before the alarm went off this morning going like, oh boy, how am I going to go? <laughs> and, but I'm feeling great now. Got a, got a fresh hot mug of coffee in front of me and uh, your smiling face to greet me this morning and these wonderful, beautiful people on our, in our chat. So I'm feeling about as good as a man can feel at this time of the year. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. I'm glad to hear it. Good morning, Kit Pastor Gabe. So glad that you joined us. He says, good morning from Dedmonton, Alberta. <laughs> Ooh. Um, there's a lot in the headlines, but unfortunately, we only have about half an hour, so we can't get into yeah. them all. And we won't touch upon everything, but uh, Daniel Smith has been very busy. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a quote for you right here. This, this, uh, There you go. You started with her. I thought I'd put this up right away. <laughs> All right. Alberta Premier Daniel Smith introduced the Alberta Sovereignty Act to allow Edmonton to reject federal laws. It feels threatens its jurisdiction. Critics worry about national unity, but Smith's argument for is for provincial powers. 
That's what, according to the Globe. Um, yeah, so this is a weird, uh, I mean, she's been on a, a tear. I think that she's now no longer going to try to make vaccination status a protected grounds under human rights. Um, but she's completely dismantled the Alberta Health Service, oh, has yeah. uh, talked like pretty much directly outright out loud about uh yeah you can like start saving money now for your health and have people donate to it that's a good thing um uh and uh the latest thing i'm sure there's been a couple more she's been really busy and now the alberta alberta sovereignty act came out which apparently is supposed to unlike like she campaigned respect supreme court decisions uh treaty decisions and the charter um I'm not, and it doesn't have any consequences in it for what happens if you don't. Um, oh, yeah, the other thing that she was uh, up to is uh, making it uh, illegal, banning the ability for school boards to ins- put in place mask mandates if they wanted to. Um, yeah. Which is not a weird take, weird take on freedom. Yeah, I mean, that's I can a suspension, right? That's a suspension of freedom. Yeah. I mean, I, like, I don't get it medically but i can understand okay if i'm going to put i don't want to put on a mask you have like you don't tell me what to do you don't come in my face whatnot but shouldn't that street go two ways if i put on a mask then you don't tell me what to do you no 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 it's it only right? it's only freedom as i determine it yes so you can't have this and you can't do that but freedom but, but freedom you know they they ran through the streets of my neighborhood shouting that for three weeks last February, as we all very well know. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, apparently it doesn't have any teeth. Uh, and if it's going to obey all the laws and it basically gives the power, it gives some type like emergency level powers when they deem uh, the federal government is intruding in their jurisdiction. Mm-hmm. But... And then I guess it gives cabinet an order to come up with some special provisions to push back or whatnot. But you can already do that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Again, do you know anything about civics? Clearly, this woman does not know how the system works, and she's running a provincial party. Yeah. So, well, she's running a province. Well, yes, you're right. Yes, an unelected right. leader of the province, mind you. But. But yes, you're correct. She's leading yeah, a province well, and a party. As, as, as leader. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, so yeah, it's uh, apparently it's going to have more problems for accountability for Albertans uh, with its own government than anything else. Oh, yeah. It seems is the initial uh, analysis. So I'm not quite sure what the purpose of the bill is other than, I mean, I know what the purpose is politically. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Ottawa bad, Alberta good, Ottawa yeah, victim, yeah, yeah, yeah. Alberta, you know. Uh, sorry, Alberta victim, Ottawa predator, blah, blah, whatever. Um, but um, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah. Oh, ooh, ooh, I have a new mic coming. Uh, so uh, I don't know what's going on. I, I really don't know what the purpose is. It seems that uh, she might have gotten a talking to that uh, this thing was not going to end up very well. So mm-hmm. she packaged something up to make it look like she's fighting, but it really is meaningless. Um, the first application of it is probably going to be challenged. She'll probably win in Alberta court because Alberta court seems to make all the wrong decisions. Like they determined that there oh, was yeah. something to the climate change thing and way back when they determined there was something to, you know, uh, 
discrimination against gay people that, that yeah that should be legal and of course they were overturned by the supreme court so um she probably has a friendly provincial court and they'll run with that for a couple of months yeah see 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 and then she'll go to the supreme court and fall flat on her face uh if she's premier that long i don't think she will be she's got what is it 18 months left on her tenure so the may. tenure no may. oh may may oh, may is wow. the election okay so that's yeah. better than I thought. I thought it, for some yeah. reason I thought it was 18 months. No, no, she's got about seven months to vandalize everything. Yeah, well. Total. Uh, Albertans are, are not particularly interested in this. No. Uh, no, the vast majority of Albertans are freaked out by her. Yeah, and this is her bill number one, her number one priority. Nobody wants this to be her number one priority. As we mentioned in a previous show, previous show um, you know, uh, Taking on Ottawa, they want a better deal from Ottawa, so whatever that is, uh, but they don't want a bigger fight. <laughs> and she's proposing a bigger fight. She's also pro- pro- you know, proposing great instability and for international markets in terms of investing in Alberta as well. Um, so uh, I don't, and people are worried about you know, health care and they're worried about education and they're worried about cost of living and. Uh, um, None of that is addressing that. Oh, yeah. The other thing that she's doing is uh, she's got money for uh, checks to people yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. There's another province that has money for checks to people, but is running to Ottawa for healthcare funding, saying that they're starving. And they have no sales tax. Yes. So, so um, that's about all I know about it right Danielle, now. can you hear this? Can you hear this? Can you hear this, Danielle? Let me turn it up for you. Oh, there we go. There we go. Yep. So uh, I'm going to read more about this over the next coming days, kits, and be able to tell you more uh, as I uh, find out more. But initially, that's what she's been up to. And uh, uh, I mean, she's basically, I mean, with the healthcare thing, she basically already has handed over the next election. Oh, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> right. Because in that polling thing we talk, talked about too, right? It's not that Albertans are more conservative, really, than the rest of the country. They're just more adverse to taxes. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> than all. The rest of the country. They do love their social programs. And if you come and come for them, they're going to come for you. And she, just, she basically outright said, I'm coming for them. Well, the whole, uh, you can have a savings account for your health. What? Isn't that wonderful? No, no, it's it's <laughs> no, not. Because once you have the savings account, then they have something that they can point to to like download everything else afterwards. Mm-hmm. Not right? to mention the fact starts, that... It starts just with a couple of things, but then all of a sudden you're paying for your eye exams, and then all of a sudden you're paying for... Well, right? no, well like we are here in Ontario, thanks to Dalton exactly. Yeah, or in Quebec, where I found out this week, I did not know this, Quebec was the only province in the country where people had to pay for their flu shots unless they were part of a designated group. Really? Yep, and they lifted it this year specifically because of the you know the mm-hmm. hospitals being clogged with RSV and that's, flu and all that kind of stuff. That's kind so of a surprise. Quebec, that's, yeah, me yeah. too. I was surprised. Wow. I heard all the news. Really? Because Quebec, their social programs are, are pretty, I mean, you know, they came up with the $8 a day daycare, uh, you know. That's, yeah. wow, that's surprising. I, I was shocked too. I was like, really? I was like, grab the pen. I, didn't, I need to note this down. Yeah. Uh, so a little moment uh, for uh, nos kits uh, qui sont francophones. Si vous habitez au Québec, vous pouvez obtenir votre vaccin contre la grippe gratuitement cette année. Ben so, oui, mes amis. Yes, said it in French. Uh, you know, just if you live in the province of Quebec, uh, the La Belle Province, uh, you can get your flu shot free of charge, regardless of your age, regardless of your health status. So please, 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 please go do that. 
Yes. Very, very important uh, because our hospitals are still full. Um, They're not emptying out anytime soon by the looks of it either. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. Um, there's a couple of uh, big things also going on uh, around the world. Um, Did you notice that? Did you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, They're protesting in China. Yeah. And I'm, I wasn't 100% clear on what the protest was for, but apparently it's got to do with COVID lockdowns. Now, like actual lockdowns. Right. That's where I was going with it because they're going, well, look at Trudeau supports, supports the protest now. I go, yeah, because we never had a lockdown in Canada. But in they China... They fences around neighborhoods. And they have the drones border. demanding you go home or you, we, they will fire on you. We didn't ever have anything even close to resembling a shadow of that. Doug Ford proposed policemen. <laughs> yes, and he got d- destroyed for it. Yes. Justifiably he so. He did a backflip really quick. I didn't know he could flip that fast. No, no. So, um, yeah, uh, so they're going through some stuff, but apparently the those protests are getting larger where people are not only demanding reversal of mandates, or, um, but also uh, reforms. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, just as he's becoming president for life, Chairman Xi is starting to have some problems in a country of over a billion people where not everybody thinks the same. Go figure. Uh, Linda's, Go got figure. A, Linda's got a good point here. I still want my beeping bracelet. Well, how much mm-hmm. money did they spend on that? A hundred million or something like that? I can't remember what the number was. But they, uh, we never saw those, Dougie, along with the $4.4 billion that's still missing. Where's the money, Doug? Where's the money? Where's the money, Doug? How much is missing? Just a number. Just a number, please. Just a number. <laughs> um, yeah, but friends don't tell on friends, especially if they're conservative, so maybe never asks the question. You know, they really um, need to change the name from conservatives to a bunch of raging assholes, but I guess that's harder to sell. It doesn't flow off the tongue. No. I like conservatives. Well, and I... You know, as I've mentioned a million times, I have friends that actually are progressive conservatives and they say they cannot identify with this party at all. Oh, no. Because they're not fiscally conservative in the least bit. They are when it comes to social programs. They'll gut and cut those, but provide major tax cuts to their billionaire friends, kind of like Dougie did with the whole land thing and the green belt. And and what was it? The family that borrowed $100 million at 21% interest from CIBC to mm-hmm. purchase a piece of land that wasn't supposed to be for sale and then it went up for sale and now it's going to be developed within the green... Nah. Yeah. I'll, yeah. Reel it, I'll reel it in. Not, n- not impressed. This is my unimpressed face. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so that's uh, in China, so we'll see what happens there. Um, uh, in the United States, uh, there was a passage of a bill to try and protect uh, same-sex marriage and interracial marriage yes, as much as that. possible. It looks um, like it's going to go through too. It has gone through. Oh, it did go through. Okay, good. Yeah, 61 good. to 36. Awesome. It went through in the Senate. Uh, now, um, before we celebrate too much, uh, a lot of people are saying this codifies same-sex marriage. It does not. No. Uh, all it does is, uh, in case uh, the Supreme Court decides to um, reverse, because remember, the case that went to the Supreme Court was about that woman in, oh God, I can't remember, but one of the southern states that would not issue the marriage license, mm, right. even though she had been ordered to. And, now they have to. Um, so if that law goes over, that means uh, that there are certain states that will not have to. Oh. They won't have 
be obligated uh, to issue same-sex marriage licenses, but this bill makes it so that they will have to recognize both the same-sex marriage and interracial marriages of other states. So they'll have to recognize them, but they won't be forced to actually issue licenses for them. So it doesn't actually codify same-sex marriage. That's about as far as we could get, as far as they could get right, right. in terms of getting Republicans sign-on. And then they had to put on a whole bunch of language protecting religious institutions, mm, garbage. which is also, again, but I mean, it's that's just for show again, because mm-hmm. right, that's what they said about us, about our laws too, right? When we put... This, anti-discrimination uh, legislation and same-sex marriage legislation. So, oh, by God, you know, if a church says that we don't agree in same-sex marriage, everybody's going to go to jail. It's like, no, that's not going to happen. Not and they wanted special wording. And we didn't do that, I don't think. I'm not sure. The thing that kills me about all of it is like... All that's going to happen is people are going to think you're an asshole. Oh, yeah. Well, there's going to be, no, be no legislative consequence if you hold your Bible and say, the Bible says what it doesn't, but... And what kills me about the whole thing, I don't I don't believe in same-sex marriage, so I'm not issuing the license. Well, I don't believe in the goddamn Easter bunny either, but you don't see me shitting on people for celebrating Easter with a bunny. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to asking for a boycott of stores that sell chocolate bunnies. Right? Like, come on, people. Get, get your shit together, man. I mean, come on. Like, it has nothing to do with you as a human being. Issue the license. It doesn't not reflect. I don't care if you believe in it or don't believe in it. Nobody's being harmed. It's two people who love one another and they want to celebrate that love in a legal manner. Why yes. are you stopping them? And the laws in the state in which you live say if people want to get married, you have to issue the license. So issue the license. If you don't want to issue the license, find another job. Get another job. <laughs> it's not like sitting there. It's like, well, I I absolutely must have this job, and I don't believe in it, so I can't do it. Well, then you don't want to meet a basic job requirement. It's the same well, thing as the code vaccine. Go away. Yeah, I'll find another job. You'll get the cop the out of. I'm a, you to issue the license. I'm a conscientious conscientious objector. It's not a war, dude. Yeah, we're not asking you go, to shoot anybody. Go consciously con- conscientiously object from another job. Yeah, basically. <laughs> That simple. Um, so, uh, so that's going on in the United States. Uh, then, of course, uh, there's more World Cup stuff going on. Of course, yes. um, Team Canada, Canada plays tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. But Team they, Canada plays tomorrow. Hopefully, for pride. yeah, for Pride. Hopefully, they'll get the a draw or win to go with the first goal, mm-hmm. courtesy of Alfonso Davies. Um, so, at least that uh, uh, that hurdle has been met. That's right. Um, yeah, so uh, we can no longer say that we're scoreless, and you know that match against Belgium. I don't think we played as well against Croatia. No, I don't, I, no. Not, I don't know much about football, but it seemed the comment that I kept on seeing is that our team was too deep in the zones, which created yes. the openings. They created um, creative defensive breakdowns, right? Yeah, and, and I, I understand. The, the, the two, I understand the two Croatia goals I saw. Um, were, happened as a result of Canada doing extraordinary things to keep the ball in play. Yes. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, don't no, just let it go out. <laughs> and, and the fourth one was, well, it was a two-on-one, so come on, it's that's that's yeah. a given, right? A two-on-one one break. Minute left. Yeah, with one minute right. left, it was just... Uh, but it, and I thought, you know, thing, salt in the wounds, but you still got to do it, right? Yeah. What are you going to do, thing, kick right? it wide? Yeah, here's the thing, though. Um Apparently, before the match, uh, the coach of Team Canada did something with which I'm not too keen. Uh, basically, you know, said to the, the yeah, team, did. F Croatia. Uh, let's, let's go now, F Croatia. He said it in yeah. an interview. Now, that's something you say in the locker room to your, to your team. 
shouldn't have said that one in public. That was a surprising uh, uh, mental breakdown not from not John Hurt. No, well, yeah. he's he's not Canadian to begin with. Well, but. yes, but that's but that's the whole thing, right? It's like, he's but I'm not disowning that. him. No, 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 not disowning him. But he's bringing that that Scottish ethos. Well, he's he's actually right. northern exactly. northern England, not Scottish. Northern England, sorry. Sorry, not but, but but that's that's not typical for him to say anything like that. Usually he's no, no, like no, no. a PR dream, and uh, yeah. I guess it, I guess he was just upset about the. It was a heartbreaking loss to Belgium, and yes. I think the emotions got the better of him. Uh, that's my take on it. You know. Yeah, but as we remember in a recent Winter Olympics, when the Canadian women's team found out that allegedly the American team had put the Canadian flag on the floor. Mm-hmm. Right, you do not provide your op- your opposition with that type of motivation exactly before a big match. You just don't. Um, so, but apparently, so that I wasn't all that cool with. I wish that had not had happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Croatia, Croatia were finalists. It, in the, it, the that's right. One. That's right. They're one of the best teams in the world. So, yeah, you know, yeah. So that was yeah. But uh, apparently, uh, during the match, uh, some Croatian fans uh, mm-hmm. were really, really, really harassing our, our goaltender. So much so that uh, FIFA has launched a special investigative—I don't know what it is that they they do—but apparently, there will be penalties probably for Team Croatia as a result of yes. that. Well, they, they leaked um, his personal phone number, and he received yes. thousands of really vile, vicious text messages. Life threatening in some cases, and apparently, yeah, and apparently they were on him throughout the entire match, oh, calling yeah. him a word uh, in Croatian that has something to do with being a Nazi fascist or something and, of the sort. And and is he not Croatian uh, uh, heritage? Uh, I, I believe he has Serbian roots. Serbian roots. Sorry, yeah. yeah. So it's the whole Serbia Croatia thing from right. the nineties. Um. So anyway, uh, more drama at the World Cup. Not of surprising. Course. Now we're going to talk about we're going to talk about the Davis Cup because I know you're yes absolutely (laughs) saving the best for last saving the best for last Uh, and then in uh, Malaga Spain uh, Team Canada men tennis became for the first time ever after one hundred nine years of trying (laughs) because they were at the first one uh, Davis Cup champions and the first davis cup was held i believe in 1913 where canada was a semi-finalist uh and then um there wasn't very much after and it was suspended for world war one and world war two correct i believe so uh in 2013 i believe we were uh uh, quarter finalists uh with bielos ranich and frank damsovich playing on the team uh and then in 2019 we were finalists and lost to spain of course Nadal, uh, and this year we made the final again. Uh, I don't think there was one in 2020 or 2021. No, there wasn't. There may not have been. No. Um, we were finalists, and uh, we were playing against uh, Australia. So in, in the final eight, we took out Germany, we took out Italy, and then we were playing Australia at the end. And uh, while we needed three matches to do it in the first two rounds, we only needed two to do it in the last round. Um, that it is basically the World Cup of tennis is what it is. It's the World Cup. Yeah, it's the World Cup of Tennis. Yeah. Uh, so we are champions. Um, yeah, you can. And, yeah. And, of course, in, unfortunately, for all Canadian tennis fans, there was a big rainstorm going on somewhere. And uh, for the last uh, two games or two and a half games of the second match, the feed 
cut out. Oh, so no. nobody in Canada actually got to see the last two games or the winning point live. You, no, you can see it on the YouTube, but you didn't get to see it live, which is a bummer. Yeah, uh. didn't get to see it live. Uh, so like later on, you know, they're, they're all, you see the anchors, they're sitting there and, well, um, hmm, see, okay, it's a match point um, and... Um, Oh, there we did it. We won. <laughs> There's like no <laughs> images, no nothing. nothing. No, yeah. it was like, oh man, what a bummer. Uh, you know, we've only waited 109 years and we didn't get to see it live. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, uh, but we showed the, the the replay was there after and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so this is really cool. Um, Canada uh, becomes only the 16th nation. So in 109 years, only 16 nations have won the Davis Cup. So like the United States has won like 33 times. Australia has won 28 times. So this is the first time uh, for us. Uh, the team consisted of uh, Denis Shapovalov, Felix Rogeliasim, of course, who was having a incredible year. Vashik mm-hmm. Pospisil, of course, Captain Canada. And uh, two youngsters who didn't get to play in this round, Gabriel Diallo, who we've mentioned on this uh, show, uh, who's just been like, shooting up the rankings he's already in the between 200 and 300 now and he was i don't i don't think he was even ranked in the top thousand at the beginning of the year i'd be surprised and alexis galerno who has been ranked for a while but i believe went off and played in college for a while so hasn't been playing full seasons uh, but i think they're like 210 and 224 so they're about to enter the top 200 like very very soon so you, um, you said it was 16 countries in total that have won the davis cup correct yeah yeah so i World Cup of Football, Soccer World Cup. There's only six countries that have ever won it, but it's the World Cup. It's only six countries. Mm. Spain, Germany, England, France, Italy. Argentina. Argentina. Oh, and Uruguay. Seven countries. Uruguay. Uruguay. Yeah. Um, Canada have come close winning Davis before, right? Uh, The closest uh, that we know was, uh, well, 2019, where we we were finalists. Uh, and I believe 2013, where we, I believe we were maybe semi-finalists or quarter-finalists. And then before that, not before the initial year, way back in 1913. So there was like not even close mm-hmm. for over a hundred for about a hundred years. Yeah. Um, so this is really, really big news. Uh, I assume with this that Felix Ogieliasim, because he won every single match in the final round, he was not defeated once either in singles or in doubles. Uh, and I don't think he was broken. Oh, really? or he might have been broken only once uh, in the entire, like he played really well. Um, so, um, yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure if that doesn't put a lock on the Lionel Conacher Award for him as Male Athlete of the Year, I do not know what will. Um, um, uh, yeah, no kidding. Like, Yeah. As, and as far as I'm concerned, Team Canada men with this type of accomplishment should probably be the Canadian sports team of the year as mm-hmm. well. Uh, but people don't tend to think of tennis as a team sport. So, well, you that know, that may not happen. Was it and I mean, and you know, <clears throat> there are other things too. Our men's basketball team has been doing very well, and the men's soccer team did get to the World Cup. So, well, it, you did. Did you see the kerfuffle with James Duthie the other day on TSN? No. Well, okay. So one of the panelists, um, her name is escaping me right now. Uh, played plays for women's national team. They won a gold medal in the Olympics. They've won mm-hmm. bronze and I think they won a silver as well. Uh, no, they've won a couple of bronze and, and a, anyway, they won a gold medal in the most recent Olympics. Right? We all know that. Right. James Duthie says Alfonso Davies' goal is the most historic moment for Canadian soccer. 
And she nope. just side-eyed him like, are you serious, dude? It's a great moment. It's for the history books, but we won a gold medal. After winning two bronze. Yeah. yeah. So he got into a little bit of hot water over that because it kind of, it, I've met James, nice fella. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I don't think it was done with malicious intent. I think it was no. confirm, uh, uh, was, uh, um, what's the bias they call it? Uh, like a, because he was thinking of men's and he wasn't even thinking of the women's game. Yeah, dominant bias, dominant bias. Yes, because you're a man, you're thinking of the game, what just took place, but you're, as a sports reporter and a sports commentator, you should, you know, at least pay attention to the people on your panel, you know, especially the, the woman to your left who won a gold medal recently. <laughs> but Yep. Yep. Mm. Biggest moment in men's, Canadian men's Men's soccer. soccer. Not the biggest moment in Canadian soccer. Not by a long shot no like uh winning the women winning the gold medal christina sinclair scoring the goal that made her the top goal, goal scorer in history of, of <laughs> international football right period <laughs> yeah uh, yeah there's a yeah the first time the women uh, made the win an olympic medal yes the, you know, just there are yeah yeah he he, he uh it, uh, yep. dominance bias i guess is yeah just he seemed to forget about the you know again the the woman to your left <laughs> i i think it would have been great if she had had her gold medal on at that point it would have been oh, yeah. awesome <laughs> did she give him like i'm right here oh oh dude the side eye from her was vicious it's it, like she's just oh it was it was classic you got to check it out Ah, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, so yes, I'm a very, 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 very happy beaver. So congratulations, boys, uh, for the Davis Cup. Uh, well done. And uh, so Canada's ATP Cup and Davis Cup winner in the same year. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. Um, ATP is new where it started about three or four years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, Canada is, uh, has won, uh, the junior Davis cup because Shapovalov and, uh, Felix Ojeleseman in 2015 won the junior Davis cup and now won the senior Davis, Davis cup, uh, well senior, the open or the Davis cup. So, um, they're one of the only teams to do that. And Dennis Shapovalov and Felix Ojeleseman become only the ninth and 10th people in history that's cool to have won both the junior davis cup and davis cup very cool they're just getting started and oh, our yeah. women's team is uh you know our women's team is top 10 in the world now our men's team is the best in the world um and for canada this was a bit of a lucky job because in the playdowns when we were playing the netherlands a few months ago we weren't able to send our best team and we actually had gotten eliminated so we shouldn't have been there and then to begin because with, of the yeah. whole Russia thing. Uh, we got called up again, something called the lucky loser. Sometimes when somebody can't play the highest ranked team mm. to have been eliminated in the previous round or the highest ranked player gets brought to their main draw as a lucky loser. That's what they called. So we entered as a lucky loser and we won the whole thing. I'll take that. I'll take that. That's how you do it, kids. <laughs> so congratulations to everyone. Um, of course, there's lots of other news, uh, but that's all we have time for today, kids, because we have a show. Don't we, Mr. Grizzly? We do indeed, sir. We 
do indeed. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. So if you liked what we do, uh, well, we love doing this for you, and we are very, very happy that you've joined us. Uh, because democracy is something you do, uh, yesterday was Giving Wednesday. Uh, giving Wednesday. Giving Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh, But let's keep the giving spirit up. If you are able to support uh, Blue Door Shelters, uh, if you've got a couple of uh, dollars, uh, loonies ringing in your pocket, please do so. Uh, The whole entire Dean Blundell Network is uh, supporting Blue Door Shelters this year for Giving Tuesday. they provide uh, they're the largest emergency uh, shelter service right. in the York region uh, and help a lot of people. So um, I really, 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 really hope that uh, you can give a hand. Um, if you really like this podcast, you can find us on the Dean Blundell Network. And there are things coming soon. There are things coming soon. Pretty we soon. can't wait to tell you, but we are teasing again, showing you a little leg, uh, as well as anywhere you get your podcasts featuring a grizzly bear and a beaver. Uh, please share this podcast. Uh, we love your feedback. If you want to tell us what you think, we're on Facebook, the True North Eager Beaver, uh, on Twitter, at True Eager, and our email is TrueNorthEagerBeaver at gmail.com. We love your comments, good, bad, or ugly. If they're ugly, just be, please be gentle. What tender souls. We want to hear what you have to say, but we're, we're delicate creatures um you can see if you want us to come straight to you once the show is ready uh you can subscribe to us via our pod page that's podpage.com slash the true north eager beaver with a hyphen between each one of those words and if you do that uh you will you'll be guaranteed not to miss an episode whatsoever that's right. and uh if you missed it uh last weekend we did our pubcast our pub chat from the lieutenant's pub and it is mr grizzly has already gotten it up it's in three parts uh so if you want to hear us just chat not about politics although we touched upon it a little bit a uh, little bit but tangentially tangentially uh you know we uh we have some good laughs this guy makes me laugh a lot so um you know, uh, I, I'm still listening to it uh, again. I'm halfway through the second part. Uh, I haven't had the time. Show. I haven't had it's the time. Show. It's it's a good show. I was uh, I was wondering at one point when, when we were doing it, going, is this as good as the last time? I'm not sure. And then I'm listening to it. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, this is good. This is good. I like this. Um, if you really, really, really like this podcast and wish to encourage us to do more, we work for tips. Please feel free to buy a cup of coffee for Mr. Grizzly now that he's been at work. He probably shouldn't have me having a Guinness during the day. And a mug of hot chocolate for me via our coffee page, ko-dot-com slash eagerbeaver, all in one word, lowercase letters. That's coffee, ko-fi.com slash eagerbeaver. Um, I don't know what that one was. Uh, what was that thing that Kyra? Oh, here. He said, Hi-Fi gave shout out to Ottawa citizen lawyer Paul Champ on Radicalized Truth Services episode 50 live stream. Awesome. These two men are communicating. Jim Heidel, Hi-Fi R, right over target. I do not know I, what that means. Not not entirely sure about that last bit. It might have been a typo in there. I'm not sure, but it. it yeah. Okay. I'm Either way, sure I think that. it's positive. So. Okay. Ah, oh, Kilane says, "Mr. G- <laughs> Mr. Beaver, such a giggle puss sometimes." Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't take much. I'm a good audience <laughs> if you like to tell jokes. And finally, if you'd rather get something for your money, we've got you covered literally with Eager Beaver t-shirts. We now have seasonal Christmas tees. And if you see in the upper right corner there, we have our little logo for Christmas. Thank you, of courtesy Pete Jarvis. So that's what you will find on our shirts. Link is in the uh, chat. We have, pardon? Link is in the chat. Link is in the chat. Uh, so uh, we have uh, six designs uh, from sizes three 
uh, small to 3XL, so something for every body. Being formed has never been more fashion, so go to deanblundell.square.site slash s slash shop to get some yourself some fabulous today. And uh, I had something else I had to say, but I can't remember. It left my mind. It must have been uh, a lie. Must have been a lie. From the Beaver Lodge, this is your eager beaver saying, until next time, dear kids, it could be a tough world out there, so please be kind to and gentle with yourself. And Treat yourself to something nice today. Yes. You're worth it. Hell yeah. You really are. I'm going to have business. a hot chocolate when I get to work, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll have a coffee, too. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to treat myself to a, a, a whipped foam hot chocolate today. Ooh. I'm feeling, I'm feeling special. Well, you <laughs> are special. Well, you are good enough. You're smart enough. Gosh, Gosh darn it. it. People, People like, like me. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Grizzly, do you have some words of wisdom for our kids? Drink plenty of water. Try and get as much sleep as possible. Show gratitude for everything positive in your life, including some of the negative things, because they help make you who you are. There you go, kids. Wow, that is some deep wisdom today. All right, kids, that's the show. Mr. Grizzly, please roll the credits. The True North Eager Beaver podcast is an Eager Beaver Mr. Grizzly collaboration. Research, story, and guest curation and copy written by The Eager Beaver. Recording, production, editing, and additional research by Mr. Grizzly. Music courtesy of Ben Sound Royalty Free Music. Once again, thank you to our founding sponsors, The Peppermaster, The Miss Fee Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing and CanadianTarot.com. And thank you to Pete Jarvis for our artwork. We love it. Kids, we'll talk to you real soon. Bye. Take care. Bye, everyone. Bye. You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver Media Podcast. The True North Eager Beaver Podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries, featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum. And The Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holawati from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network.